You're listening to the Blueprint Leadership Podcast, empowering leaders forward. Welcome back to another episode of the Blueprint Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how the simple truths of the Word of God can grow your leadership and improve your everyday walking around lives. If this is your first time here, go ahead and subscribe, follow, and share the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Today's conversation is inspired by a message from our senior pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Pastor Brian Pope, from his sermon series entitled, To Death Do Us Part. So listen in as we talk about how to make quitting hard. We've been in for, uh, we're getting, we moved in on April 30th. Okay. So is it a month yet? Almost a month. Almost a month. And you know, we just finished our third week. Right. Yeah. And you, you still got this list of oh, long list. things you're going to do, right? Long list. You thought about quitting yet? Uh, oh my goodness. I thought about quitting the day <laughs> we started moving. <laughs> we, wow. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be an easy move, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have a lot of furniture. In my mind, I'm picturing big the big pieces. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot. We downsized already. And uh, listen, on a Friday morning, I got a U-Haul truck. All my big pieces are in the truck. I'm good. At 11 o'clock a.m., I sent Ricky Jones a text message saying, bro, I got everything packed. I'm done. This moving is a breeze, right? <laughs> I get back to the apartment. I walk in and I'm like, where's all of this stuff come from? It's all the little stuff, yeah. all of the, yeah, the yeah. utensils mm -hmm. and the, these clothes are still in the laundry room and these books. Wow. And now it's like two o'clock in the morning and we're still moving little stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out like, how do you box? How do you package little stuff? You know what I mean? Yep. And at that point I was like, Man, bump this. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like, that's what what's the penalty of leaving this stuff in this apartment? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You start calculating. This, what's the penalty of leaving this stuff in this apartment and just going mm -hmm. to my house? So, See, when yes. we talk about making quit hard, we don't necessarily think about yeah. moving and utensils and things like yeah, that. That's right. That's hey, right. We talk about real stuff, right? That's right. And real applications. Hey, we're the blueprint leadership podcast and you know our whole deal is just about sharing the word of god simple truths but to a point of application so we walk it out yes sir every day yes. not just talk about it and i guess today mr alex mccray dropped yes. in on us how you doing man doing good doing really good 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 good, good, good stuff good stuff so you know we've been on this quit thing right and yeah Pastor been starting arguments in our own mind about That's right. how yeah. we're supposed to be doing stuff because they try to straighten some things out. So tell us, um, just what 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 are you what are you doing right now? I mean, just just career wise. Career wise, um, I'm still working at Walmart, and at Walmart we have a couple different divisions that you can work in. Mm -hmm. And so the division I'm in right now is an academy. So we have a school inside of one of the stores here in Brandon. And that store services about 27 stores in the area. Mm -hmm. And we train leaders that are hourly. We train uh, salaried managers, people that are newly promoted, people that just came to the company. Um, you know, retail fundamentals, uh, leadership principles, 
lot of different things that we, we teach and train. And, nice. And we have a pretty nice school there, so mm -hmm. we, we're doing pretty good. Okay. How long have you been there? Been with Walmart almost seven years, so it'll be seven in July. Oh. Uh, so I, I was a manager in a store for three years, and mm -hmm. then from there I moved into the academy, and now I'm teaching managers. Wow. So. Seven years. Yeah, almost seven years. I know that's long yeah, enough. Yeah, it to, seems long yeah. enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I know, that, I know that's long enough to seven years. the okay. face quit, though, ain't it? Oh, come on. <laughs> Man, come on. We got we to we we, be topical. Now. Yeah, so this we, is, uh, yeah, there was many, many, many opportunities to quit. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> because when, whenever you make a decision, especially transitioning from one career to another, uh, there's a lot of things that go into that. Mm -hmm. And so usually it all seems like rainbows, right? It's all, right. It's all mm -hmm. perfect. Right. Utopia is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to hit a snag. Yeah. You're going to hit a snag at some point. And, and for me, I would say probably about six months in. It was about six months wow. after this. Everything wow. was great. Um, I had an opportunity to build a store from the, from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So we picked all yeah. of our associates. We had a great relationship with everybody. We yeah. started the store. It was beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then about six months in, it got tough. Wow. It, it wow. was real. This See, is most, not, most yeah. people, this, that, that, that'll throw most people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, brand new career and all that, like six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. So what's, what, what do you think? Like, what, what's the shortest period, like, you've been in something where, where quick, Quit kind of snuck in your head. The, short, the, shortest, the shortest period, period um, that I've been in something that quit came into my head. Now, you mean like career-wise? No, no, no. You mean no, like just, just, just whatever, whatever you said. Whatever you said. Oh, man. And, you know, quit snuck. Um, I, probably something that a lot of people can relate to, right? Mm -hmm. Is as happy as I was walking around IKEA, right? Um, <laughs> wow! Uh -huh. Just just looking at the display, yeah. thinking like this is it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brought home um, a cabinet, oh. like man, you know, allocated in my mind, mm -hmm. which should have been the appropriate time to put this thing together. Mm -hmm. Open up the instruction manual, and before I even put a hand on a piece, right? I. <laughs> I, I opened up first of all. First of all, if I, to be honest, quit started to enter my mind when, because you know, IKEA, you have to go around to the aisle when you get your boxes, right? Uh, right, right. I was right. saying to myself, how did they get that cabinet <laughs> down to a box this big, right? right? And I was thinking, right. interesting, uh -huh. but I don't know what's in this mm -hmm. box, right? Mm -hmm. But of course, to be revealed, get home, right? Open up the box. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. This doesn't even resemble. Right. 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 So my next thought is, I remember seeing the signs walking out, right? You can call one of the IKEA people. Mm -hmm. They can come out and put mm -hmm. it together. Yep. You know, I'm thinking to myself, man, that sounds like quit. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And so, so mm -hmm. you know. And it was easy at that point. Just pick up the phone. Just pick up the phone. Yeah. But, but, you know, <laughs> I, I can say this. I've been back since. Okay. And something about it. But every time I, you got to mm -hmm. say quit spot, mm -hmm. when all the pieces come out right. of the box, right. and you're looking there at the floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> when, when you teach it, right, you know, you know that, you know, you you be going somewhere, right? Yeah. And you're trying, you're trying to take it to the place, but you know that pride be of like, no, no, I'm not a quitter. Uh -huh. I'm not a quitter. Yeah, no, there's a plenty of situations Listen. where quit sneak in. Listen, yeah. like, okay, am I gonna make this phone call? Are not mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. you know, and um, which is funny because that's that's a lot like life, right? Yeah, you're just walking around the store picking things up based on like the finished product and the mm -hmm. way it looks, mm -hmm. and then you have to go around the, the, the go around, yeah, and pick up yeah. all the pieces that bring it together, exactly. and um, decide am I going to be willing 
mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. take the time it takes to put this I'm thing together, this right? But yep. that's that's because these pieces don't look like the finished. These product. pieces oh, like, don't right. look like right. the finished oh, product, right. Yeah. right? That's mm-hmm. and that is it is it is because because mm-hmm. that finished product piece, good lord. Mm-hmm. So I I might hold a record um, <laughs> when it comes to say career wise, right? Yeah. Quit snuck up on me the fastest in my career. Quick snuck on snuck up on me eight hours into a new job. Wow. Eight hours? By the time I got ready to leave day one, <laughs> I knew. Wow. In my in the back of my mind, I'm walking to my car, it was like, oh, I don't man. ever want to come back. Oh. That's rough. I don't, <laughs> That might be the record. That might be the <laughs> <laughs> Left orientation. He's ready okay. to go. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying. You know, people yeah, think, oh, you know, that's down the road, I'm going to have to figure out how to deal with No, no, bro. That mm-hmm. could be day Data. one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Because well, you talk about unfavorable circumstances. You know, you look around and be like, oh, look, no, 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 no. This mm-hmm. is not the one. And sometimes quit can happen before you start. Oh, so yeah. So when you were mm-hmm. talking about Ikea, we mm-hmm. bought you know, like this four cube thing. This was years ago. This yeah. was yeah. probably maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. five, six years ago. So we got the cube and then there were the drawers, right? Yeah. So you yeah. get little drawers, that yeah. pack is so thin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Put the dra- put the cubes together, got to those drawers. I'm like, <laughs> these instructions ain't making, like, I don't know oh, if this man. is still over in whatever, you know, Sweden mm-hmm. or wherever the company's based. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, so I'm just putting it to the side. Yeah. I'm gonna come back later. Yeah. yeah. I come back later and like, Still looks about Still the same. Do <laughs> you know, like, I had a set of drawers that I'd opened the plastic. Yeah. That ended up going in the trash. Mm-hmm. The other set of, of drawers stayed in the plastic for years. I'm yeah. talking, um, I just used the cubes, and when it got uh, some little, you know, yeah, those yeah, collapsible cute yeah. work. And so it wasn't until maybe maybe two years ago, I just took it to the Goodwill. I'm like, well, you can, have, you, can yeah. build, you can take time to build right. these, I'm done. Yeah, I done moved on. Here's the drawers. Wow. So I moved on. Moved on. Yeah. But that, now you're right, though, as far as the real life stuff, because, you know, when, when, and I know you get it, because you up there trying to bring yeah. us revelation, and, and we looking back at you with question marks, you know, <laughs> like, whoa, what exactly yeah. does that mean? Now, you're in position, though, to where, I know at one point you had people reporting to you, mm-hmm. but now you're training people. Right. So I know you see quit <laughs> all over people. All the time. Mm-hmm. And have to deal with it. Yeah. So all the things that, that you know, that the pastor's sharing with us, I mean, how, how do you see some of that play out and how you have to use these principles that, that he's teaching us in actually you're responsible for building and growing these people? That's a good question because, you know, when you're dealing with an adult, Mm-hmm. Right, because all of my learners are adults. I don't mm-hmm. deal with with kids. Right, and, and, and so <laughs> what did your dad say about adults? Can't raise, can't raise them. Folks can't tell them. Can't tell them. What can't to tell do. You just can't. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so there's a part that I play in trying to encourage people over that quit hump. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. some of their their quit pressure comes from their managers. Mm-hmm. Because he, mm-hmm. they're in other stores, they have management teams. And there is a component of what we teach and train where we're teaching them, mm-hmm. but we also teach their manager at another class. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that, that middle point where I'm saying, hey, be encouraged, take what I'm telling you, do this. And they're saying, well, my manager doesn't let me do this mm-hmm. and tells me to do this. Mm-hmm. We'll be teaching them in the next class. Just mm-hmm. hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are making career changes to come to my company, maybe for wages. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they're leaving where they right. were before because they can find a better opportunity. And they find out real quick that maybe it's not all about money. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. things have to be in order. Things have yeah. to be in a place where they can succeed. 
And so trying to encourage them through that point so we don't lose good talent is, yeah. is it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you can see, you know, there's people that are really assets to the company, but the people they report to mm -hmm. are just, you know, quenching that fire. They're, yeah. they're just, yeah. you know, discouraging them. So they come to our classes and we're trying to pump them back up. Hey, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a new company initiative that's coming out. Just wait. It's going to wow. get better. Yes. You know, yeah. because some people quit that's right before something exactly. gets better. Exactly. You know, the thing they've been crying out for for so mm -hmm. many years finally is on the horizon mm -hmm. and, and they miss out on it. So, you know, you, you mentioned, so one of your, you, you had a truth is about um, um, growth, about your growth over... Uh, what's profitable. Well, what was that one? Yeah, you know, um, and, and really to do with this truth is, are you willing, right? So a lot mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. a lot of the truth is we start off with questions. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and um, which just reminds me of what we were just saying, right? You can't raise grown folks. You can't tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why even we started with questions is, is because, you know, the right question can, can spark the right train of thinking. Right. Very, right, right. Right. The right pathway, right? I can't, tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. I could try. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But the goal is is to maybe expose you to something. And, yeah. and the best exposure is, is self-exposure, mm -hmm. right? You know, I love what the Bible says, right? The um, uh, the prodigal son, he came to himself, right? He yeah. came right. to himself. And right. mm -hmm. I believe that's the goal in all of it for, for you. Um, I don't think you come to yourself by yourself. I think mm -hmm. you hear God calling you from within yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. right. You, you know, right. but... Um, what I'm simply saying is, right, those those right questions can can spark the right train of thinking, mm -hmm. the right pathway of thinking that can start that argument with quit, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like that one was just to say, hey, are you willing to to value something greater? Mm -hmm. You know, are you willing to value your growth over what may be profitable for your progress? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? And and it's simply saying, right, a lot of times that is the point of quit. The point of quit, you know, um, you know, when, hey, you're getting paid, great, great. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I just don't like the environment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the decision you're making, and that's the part that I always love to pull out, people think is you're deciding whether to quit or not quit. No, that's, that's never really what you're deciding. Right. What you what you are shifting is your values concerning something. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times quit is at the point of where now nah, I'm I'm valuing what's profitable for my progress over what's necessary for my growth. Right. And whenever you say, man, I'm going to go in the direction of what's necessary for my growth. It, it normally will quench the fire quick because you're saying, yeah, this may not be profitable for mm -hmm. for my my progress. Right. But mm -hmm. this most definitely is a necessary lesson for my growth. I know we were sharing the story about the houses. Yeah. And absolutely right. You know, um, the lesson that I was sharing was profitable for my, it was, it was necessary for my growth. Mm -hmm. I learned a new level of how to review something. <laughs> right. But man, it was not a forward move. Right. right? right. It right. was not profitable for my progress. <laughs> like that, like, and the thought is, well, bump it all. I'm just going to quit on all of it. Like, bump it all. Yeah, it's quit again. Yeah. There goes quit, right? Just bump it. Let's just stop. Let's stop everything. Nope. But no, nope. I already know. And, and that's the part, right? I have to take away from that. You know what? It was necessary for my growth because mm -hmm. this the yeah. scale was this big. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. if the scale was the whole house. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. And so as as hard as it burns, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. it was necessary for my growth. And yeah. that that's yeah. like 
ties in, I mean, with what you do, mm-hmm. necessary for their growth. I mean, that's literally what you're trying to do is yep. grow people, but it's not for some small thing. As you said, we're talking life. We're talking their, their livelihood, their family. And I mean, do you establish like that deeper level of value to try to get them to see that in this case, this is proper for your growth. Don't just quit one place just because of what they pay. Yeah. You and find yourself having to deal with that? Uh, sometimes, because you have, <clears throat> you have people that are, are making choices for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. So many, I mean, it could be they made a choice to come to the company because it was beneficial to their family in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in the moment. It, it, I made an extra right. dollar. I made an extra $2 right, right today. And then there's other people that are planning to build a career. Mm-hmm. And I ask those type of questions, like, what do you want to do next? What do you want to do in the next couple of years? Do you want to be this manager? Do you want to be in this position? And some people are good where they are, and mm-hmm. some people are, yeah, I want to, I want to do this next. They're, they're eager. Mm-hmm. And for most of them, they have to figure out the why. Why are they mm-hmm. doing what they're doing? Right. And until they can locate that why, I can be talking until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. So let me ask this question and push it even further. Have you been in a... From your position, have you been in a situation where you see a person mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, them attending this class, them sticking through it is good for their growth, mm-hmm. but it may not, because you're also balancing what's profitable for the company that you have been employed. Correct. Good right? Point. So it may be good for their growth to stick through this, but it may not be profitable for, for the company. Have you had to look at things <clears throat> through, or what does that do to your I guess that's a that's a like a personal integrity thing. Like like, do I keep <laughs> right, this person right, in this what class? What do you take? Right? Yeah. Even though I don't think this person is profitable for this company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, from from my perspective, the role that I play in that person's life at that moment mm-hmm. is to be a trainer in a sense, okay. depending on what the processes are, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be leading by example. Hey, this is what you can do in the company. This mm-hmm. is the journey I've taken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not their direct manager. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to make those kind of judgment calls in the moment to say, is this person uh, an asset to the company? Right. Mm-hmm. Because the, the truth is, at the end of the day, there's going to be people at different stages of their career mm-hmm. that in the beginning, they're not an asset. Mm-hmm. We exactly. are, you are a liability. You're We're a bringing liability. you along. Yeah. 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 Until mm-hmm. we can get you trained and, and have that upskilling with, with your abilities, mm-hmm. you're, a, you're a liability. Mm-hmm. But eventually, over time, they get to that point to where they are catching on to the process. They mm-hmm. are, they're being consistent in what's going on. They're adding value to the company. Yeah. So I kind of want to dive in right there, right? Because <clears throat> you just said something that I believe, um, man, it's so, it's so rich and it's so good. Um, and what I pull out is there's a layering to that evaluation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a layering to that evaluation, right? Um, talking about profitable for overall progress, right? Yeah. It's not always good to evaluate on the same time, at the same time, whether or not this person, or even the same person, do the evaluation mm-hmm. of whether or not, hey, should we get rid of this person or keep this person, you know, based upon what they mean to us, mm-hmm. uh, for that to be the same person that's like there to teach them, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not a good shared role to have, right? right. Because mm-hmm. there is that time <laughs> period where, uh, like you say, eight. Eight hours in, I'm ready to go, right? There, right, right. there is this right. time period yeah. where mm-hmm. quit is real, yeah. right? And yeah. Um, I know in our last episode we defined, right? Mm-hmm. Quit is in the room anytime pressure and purpose are in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. Pressure and purpose, purpose share the same space. Mm-hmm. Quit is available. Quit is and so I, I think it would be cool if you could just share a little bit about why, like, 
those aren't in the same space, mm. right? Why it's like, nah, mm -hmm. I'm here to train you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to equip you. Mm -hmm. Your manager mm -hmm. can evaluate whether it's been too much or not enough, Correct. right? But but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm here. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. Like, how how has that been? Either I'm just gonna say it a different way. How's that been healthy for your interactions? Mm -hmm. right. To just say, hey, I'm just doing this part. Mm -hmm. And um, how have you seen that just benefit the the, the ecosystem overall mm -hmm. for it to be different? I think that you know from from the part that I play in that person's life, it's good that there's a separation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you can have. Uh, you know, a biased approach towards that, that a person if you are the trainer and the evaluator Correct. at the end of it. And that's not, not necessarily healthy for them. Mm -hmm. And for me, I have to make sure I, I play the role that I'm, I'm there to play. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whether you're in sports, you're going to have your coach, you're going to have your trainers, you're going to have all these people that help us win the championship at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. right. And knowing that, hey, if I'm the trainer, if I'm the person teaching and training you or, or at least exposing you to what the, the best approach would be, I need to make sure I'm not the head coach at mm -hmm. the same time, mm -hmm. right? And, and I think it's, it's healthy for both of us yeah. mm -hmm. to maintain the, the different spaces that we're in so that throughout the year, you know, every manager is going to do you know, like your mid-evaluation, mm -hmm. your mid-year evaluation, mm -hmm. your yearly evaluations, and they're going to be able to monitor and, and measure the progress that that, is, that person has had throughout right. the year. The part I play is to help you be equipped. Right. Now, once you leave... Right. You're going to have to go now to that you're grown. <clears throat> yeah. And because you're grown, you have to take the notes. You have to mm -hmm. take the, the conversations yeah. we've had. Mm -hmm. um, you have to take the exposure, the experiences that I've shown you, and now put it into, into practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So I want to throw something at the table. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to throw it all on, on, on Alex. This might take, <laughs> this might take group discussion because I see something right. really good here. Yeah. Right? Where let's say a person now, Walmart, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is. This is yeah. Proven, right? Mm -hmm. So we, let's not. I'm, I'm just saying that's for anybody trying to say, well, it's Walmart. Let's. That's mm -hmm. just Walmart. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Walmart is, if not the biggest retailer, right? Brick yeah. and mortar in, in the, the world. world. In mm -hmm. the world, right? So mm -hmm. I think they kind of gotta, gotta they know what they're doing. doing. They know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And when it came down for this process, they decided, no, nah, let's 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 structure it this way mm -hmm. for for long term growth. This is just right. better. Mm -hmm. But right. we know we're probably talking to, to people who aren't Walmart size. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. But what I do think could be very, very instrumental if if how can we speak to someone who, okay, you know, you you're you're the CEO, mm -hmm. you're you're whoever that is, right? You're the boss, and you're having to be that same person. you are the yeah. same person. Yeah. Like what can we share with them to say, how do you how could you separate those roles? Yeah. And I, you know what, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, as he was talking, you know, everybody isn't structured that way. You're exactly right. And I've, I've been in those situations where it's not that there's not clear separation, right? Because you can say basically training belongs to either HR or the development part of your business, mm -hmm. and then the coaching and managing it belongs to production, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but in certain situations, yeah, there are management positions to where you do the evaluations, mm -hmm. but you also have to you know manage the people mm -hmm. and so from that standpoint it kind of goes back to um understanding your role you know making sure expectations are set and keeping that whole big picture in mind because as that as that manager you know and i know we have we have leaders of all aspects you know in our audience and like you said some business owners themselves but 
I, I had to really develop and mature and learn as a leader how that I was a resource for helping this person succeed, right? right? Um, but having them make sure they understand how this company, this environment, had defined success. Mm -hmm. So set appropriate expectations. This is what success looks like. Yeah. Now, I'm going to do everything I can, provide all the resources to help you get here. Mm -hmm. But now, when you said it, you know, your first word, I think, was willing. <laughs> you said that, too. Yeah. So that person, even in there signing on to your business or your company, that person has signed on to this is what they said they agree they're willing <laughs> to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once you have those expectations, then it's my job as a leader to give you every resource possible to help you succeed. Right. Right. And so as I'm doing that, and I, I have a specific example that came to mind while you were talking. I had a, I was managing a sales team, a huge sales team, but I had this one young man that um, he was not meeting the expectations, and he was pretty much heading down a path that was yeah. not going to end well. Mm -hmm. um, so first, I had to make sure that he understood that, that he understood the expectations clearly. Mm -hmm. And then my role in trying to help him get there. Now, I couldn't force him. Um, but one of the things I, I did, you know, as I, I pray about all the situations and how to handle them, and the Holy Spirit told me to take this approach. But it was about value because I had a conversation with him about what was important to him, what right. he valued. It was all right. about his family, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about his family. He's not meeting expectations, so, you know, this is not looking good right now. Mm -hmm. um, so he was going to look, to your previous point, he's going to look somewhere else to see if he can make more money mm -hmm. um, to better take care of his family. So I'm like, okay, money is not the problem right here, because if you go somewhere else and don't meet expectations, it's going to yeah, be the same, same thing. Yeah. So what I, what I did was literally break down his job. He was suffering on the sales end. Broke down his job product by product and said, here's what the expectation is. Here's what this will bring you financially. You have to sell five of these, that's how much you make. Sell 10 of these, that's how much you make. So da, 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 da. I had to line up the expectation of what he was to do mm -hmm. with the true value that meant something to him, was taking care of his family. Exactly. So if you're meeting all these expectations, do you know you make enough money to take care of your family? Yeah. And it was just like a, you know, duh. He's like, so if, I, yeah, he couldn't see the value. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's when you, when you were expressing that. He couldn't see the value in what he was being asked to do yeah. and what that end result would look like for him mm -hmm. until I helped him see that picture. Man, that dude started knocking sales out the box. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He saw the value. He saw that what was important to him could be taken care of by him doing these expectations. He probably still working for that company. That's yeah. Awesome. But yeah, you, it really is something where you know, again, you you have to look at you know the whole individual, yeah. but you also have to understand that yeah, people will have to measure the value of what's important to them, and and how do you help them see that to help them succeed? And and kind of meeting them where they are, right? So exactly. If that's if this is what matters to you, mm -hmm. all right, let's see how we can work out a system where you can be successful and mm -hmm. meet the expectation of the company. Right. But we can also, you know, satisfy that value in the need that you have in your life. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Brian, to your point, if there's a leader that's, you know, operating a company that maybe is not that large as, as a Walmart or any other major, you know, corporation like that, mm -hmm. there's always going to be the hiring process of getting the right talent in, into the building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then once that right talent is in the building, finding out what are your expectations of that, that employee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you just say, hey, welcome to the company, and they say, all right, what do you want me to do? 
And you're like, I don't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring you on board. Right. Well, okay, right. We're, we're both failing each other. Exactly. So as a leader, there's always going to be some component of training, mm -hmm. some component of mm -hmm. laying out the expectations right. and saying, okay, right. how do we meet these expectations? This is what I, what I need from you, and this is what you can expect from me. Mm -hmm. There's a two-way street. Exactly. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be as scaled up as, as like a training facility yeah. or a training arm of the company, mm -hmm. but starting with the basics of here's the expectations that I'm needing from you to mm -hmm. grow right. this business. Right. Here's what you can expect from me. Now, granted, you're going to get your paycheck. That's mm -hmm. one expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to show up. But there's also going to need to be support. There's going to need to be resources that that, yeah. that employee might need. Right. There might be that training. Maybe I give you some hands-on training personally, or maybe Correct. I have you shadow one of my, you know, all-star mm -hmm. employees. Correct. Mm -hmm. Whatever is needed to get that 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 person from ground ground A all the way up. Mm -hmm then mm -hmm. they can do that without yeah. a, a training arm necessarily of their company. Right. It's just the time to invest in that person. Right. And, and right. that's where so it comes. You, you're, saying a, you're saying a lot of good stuff, right? Yeah. And um, that, you know, um, and I just see it in, in, in that pie of, like, a lot of people who are starting businesses, a lot of mm -hmm. people just, you know, just kind of on the level. And it's like, um, you just said something on the tail end there where you said, well, have you identified your star employees? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Have you identified that? And what you do, do you have a person where you say, man, that person is, is really mm -hmm. checking all the boxes? Right. Because mm -hmm. a way right. of training, because if, um, and I'm just imagining these worlds, right? A lot of, a lot of people who are running the business, mm -hmm. part of the business, mm -hmm. their hands are to the plow. It's mm -hmm. almost like, man, to even consider having a training session, right. I don't even have time for a training session. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. But man, if you have identified an all-star staff member even if your staff is just five people mm -hmm. or, or less mm -hmm. than that that is that is great training yeah mm -hmm. pair yeah. this person with that person exactly. Yeah. exactly you know you may not have time to be like man we don't have time mm -hmm. you know to sit down and mm -hmm. have an hour-long training session we, mm -hmm. we got we got to lay some tile right right exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. and mm -hmm. um and another thing you said at the beginning when you was talking about like i was like man it's so great right you have to make sure you have the right people. Yeah. Did you hire who you believe in or did you hire somebody that you just seen if they can do it? Right. Mm -hmm. right. 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 Because when you hit that training process, mm -hmm. you want as a trainer, I know I know um for myself, you know, I I I actually never carry an expectation that the person listening to me doesn't want to do what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now they may not Right. But I, I, I can't approach it as if right. they don't. Uh -huh. Right? Like, my, right. my, my right. expectation behind the words that I'm speaking is that yeah. you want to hear them, yeah. and you want to do them, mm -hmm. and we're both excited about what's going to happen next. Right. Right. I'm bringing that energy to the table. True, right. true. And, and, and um, because I believe in you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they can't honestly check that first box. And mm -hmm. that's what makes it hard yeah. to, to deal with that quitting point because you don't actually believe in this person. Yeah. 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 Now, so and, can and the, there, can there the, are situations. Go ahead. Can the, can the coach and the hatchet man be <laughs> the same person? Because it sounds like, so you're a coach. You're a coach. <laughs> and that's where, so that's the question I was getting to, right? right. That's right. the question I was getting to is like. You know what? You, you, you can, though. Yeah. You can. Mm -hmm. But it, there's, a, there's a lot of, and when we talk about leadership, there's a lot of development necessary mm -hmm. in understanding that. And there's a lot of legwork done, you know, for that. Mm -hmm. my, one of my underlying rules um, from a leadership standpoint is, is um, take all the excuses away. 
Yeah. And that, that applies in, in various ways depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but basically that means I'm breaking everything down to the, the, the lowest degree for you, mm -hmm. go back to your point, willing, you said that <laughs> your, your preconception is that they're willing to do what you I, said. I remember that, I remember that like, one, will versus skill. Will versus skill. That, that, was, that, was, first, that was one of our first uh, will versus skill. Deacon Will sessions. Because will versus skill. Like, my yeah, role you know, as a leader <laughs> is to get you yeah. to that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very true. Your decisions are going to be will versus skill. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to fill you with resources. Me, the leader, me, the company, yeah. mm -hmm. I have that responsibility. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I cannot force yeah. you. But if I do all of this stuff to make sure that you're well equipped and well supplied, mm -hmm. when you, and I love the way when you stated the one that says, are you willing? Many of your questions started with, are you willing? No, they are. They... Because I can't control that part, right? right. Mm -hmm. You know, when everything is like when you understand the expectation, mm -hmm. when all of the effort that is owed to you, the support that's owed to you is given to you. Yeah. I can check all the boxes, even if I'm that same person, right? I can yeah. check all those boxes and say all these things are taking place. Yeah. Only thing I cannot control is that will. Yeah. That's up to you. Mm -hmm. So that's a very well-developed leader mm -hmm. to recognize that, you know, because there's a lot of groundwork in that. When I say supply you all the resources, you know, I don't mean that lightly because mm -hmm. <laughs> you talk about the training. You know, when you say, you know, well, I'm doing all this work, I don't have time to train. I like to hit people with, with questions like, what will happen if you train? You know, yeah. so of course, you know, they'll be great, you know, be great employees, and, and uh, but I don't have time for that. I say, okay, what will happen if you don't? Right. You know, people don't ask that question often. Yeah. Right. You know, what will happen if you don't train? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, to your point, be creative to train. Don't yeah. just be locked into this is the only way to do it, or this mm -hmm. takes all of my time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it can be in one person, yeah. but you have to be willing on this side to do all that legwork. You got to lay those expectations out. You got to mm -hmm. make sure they understand that. You got to train them properly. Mm -hmm. You have to equip them. And then when, it's, when the time comes and you can check all those boxes, then it's just the will issue. And, and I yeah. saw, so I saw this, right? And I said, man, this is this is very practical mm -hmm. way for someone on that level to get training involved. Mm -hmm. And um, what he did was once a month, instead of his staff members, which he only had three of them, instead of them actually driving to the site, mm -hmm. once a month he picked them up from home. Mm -hmm. And when he would pick them up, yeah. the time he spent driving, now that day cost him yeah. Early, he had to wake up earlier. Correct. Because yeah. it wasn't at Correct. their expense. Correct. Yeah. But at his expense, he woke up earlier. Mm -hmm. I'll drive and get him. And yeah. when I get him, one by one, he yeah. was having sessions Correct. as they were going mm -hmm. to work, right? Absolutely. And then when they all got together, it mm -hmm. became a group session, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. just as simply said, I would play podcasts, leadership podcasts, and they would know Correct. once a month, Correct. this is how the training works. That's good. You know, um, good. and because they all rode together, they would have lunch together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it was just a way to create a hybrid of saying, mm -hmm. man, I don't have that, to that excuse, mm -hmm. I don't have the time. But mm -hmm. No, you have to make the time. Correct. Make and correct. it's actually a lot more, a lot, a lot, when you think about it practically, mm -hmm. like, no, he's like, there's only three of them. Yeah. So one, yeah. once a month, I went and mm -hmm. picked them up. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be creative about yeah. making Very the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going to throw this at you because I know you have to be creative in some situations. But, you know, we've worked together um, before. Um, and one, there's some different things. You're right. When you have, you know, multi, many employees, but just in connections, how important it is to stay connected to people because, you know, we're all about building relationships. And mm -hmm. in a successful situation, it's going to be based on relationships. So... You know, the first 
sometimes depending on the situation, the first 30 minutes of my day, right, literally clocked in my head. The first 30 minutes of my day would literally be walking around the environment, mm-hmm. office to office, desk to desk. You know, yeah. I may just come and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, or I can tell you, hey, or just yeah. have a quick little conversation or whatever. And people are like, oh, you know, well, I guess, you know, he the boss, he can do whatever he want to do or whatever. No, that is part of my design building relationship Mm -hmm. tactics, Mm -hmm. you know, and just being creative about how you check those things off that you know you need to do. Now, you literally have to train not just the people, but managers as well. Mm -hmm. But what kind of what kind of creative things do you have to have you tried or offered them to be more effective leaders? Well, the, similar to what you just said, the walking around. This is something that Sam Walton started years ago mm-hmm. called yeah. coaching by walking around. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> he originally called it managing by walking around, and mm-hmm. they, they evolved it into coaching by walking around. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind it was take those first 30 minutes of your shift mm-hmm. as a manager, mm-hmm. walk around, get to know your people. It wasn't to give direction. Yeah. It wasn't to say that's wrong, mm-hmm. fix that. It was just mm-hmm. to get to know your people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the the thing we continue to establish even to this day. Right. Because if those managers aren't making the connections, aren't building the relationships with their with their team, mm-hmm. then it really doesn't matter what you're trying to accomplish. You have mm-hmm. direction, you're, you're top heavy with all the direction and expectations, mm-hmm. but you have no relationship, no foundation right. mm-hmm. to get those, those expectations across. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's how we kind of approach it from from a leadership standpoint, you mm-hmm. gotta get to know your people. Mm-hmm. How in the world can you even go to the point of accountability? Mm-hmm. How can you get to that point if you don't even know that person? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. so say for example, a person is breaking a company policy. Okay, they, they broke a company policy, let's talk, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna have to still go through the HR portion of you mm-hmm. breaking a policy. Right. But if we don't have a conversation, right. you could be breaking it again tomorrow, mm-hmm. and the day after, and the day after, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we lose talent. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I want to pull this out. You just said something, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I always thinking big uh, billboard terms, right? Mm-hmm. And what you just said, if I were putting billboard, was accountability is the byproduct of relationship. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Accountability is the by, like. That's good. If you're looking for. I don't forgot my word. Accountability. Is the byproduct of relationship. Oh, relationship. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're looking for accountability to go up. Mm-hmm. Relationship has to go up with it. Exactly. Right? They, mm-hmm. They're together. Yeah. Because yeah. in the way I've been kind of redefining that word, because even accountability can sometimes have a negative connotation. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. but really the accountability is responsibility. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the reason why I say that. I'm not really holding you accountable like there's some uh, consequence mm-hmm. per se, yeah. but I'm reminding you of your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You signed up for this. You decided to be a part of this team. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you of what that commitment looks like. Yeah. 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 So that's so funny because I just had somebody tell me that responsibility has a negative connotation. It's like <laughs> you push back on everything. Because true. Because it, it true. really depends on who's using it and how they're using it, right? Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. if I use accountability, like I'm just gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. Well, that don't sound happy. Right. That don't right. sound positive. Right. It sounds right. negative. It sounds like a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It sounds like but a weapon. But if we're talking about accountability in the sense mm-hmm. of. I'm going to hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. You need to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, because I might be the person in authority, mm-hmm. right. then there might be a conversation that I'm going to initiate. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm here to remind you. Mm-hmm. You signed up. There was a day and time where you were not an employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You signed up on the dotted line and became mm-hmm. one. Right. On that day, you signed up for a responsibility. Yeah. Let me remind you of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, going to Deacon Will's point, if it is skill, okay, we can work on skill. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. teach and train and, and exposure, all those yeah, things right. to help That's you develop. Us. We brought you here. We well, we're that. talking about Will. <laughs> now we're at a place where yeah. we're dealing with your want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with the thing that motivates you to do what you do. Mm -hmm. Now, if that motivation is is not at, at a level that's going to help you become an asset to this company, mm -hmm. that's why we have conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and have this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but most people, I would I would venture to say that are with companies or with or uh, employed somewhere want to do a good job. Right. I would say the mass majority of people who wake up every morning don't wake up plotting and planning right. mm -hmm. on right. how to destroy yeah. the company. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to do terrible today. Right. So, right. so with that being the foundation of we know yeah. you want to do a good job, but are you equipped to do a good yeah. job? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you're equipped to do, to do a good job and you're still not, mm -hmm. why? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. What's, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it could be, you know, personal issues. It could be things going on at home yeah. that's distracting them from their, their commitment. Or it could be various reasons. I mean, you'd almost mm -hmm. have to go to a psychologist yeah. to figure it out sometimes. Right. You know? so, so when you see that this walked up, right, when you say something like, um, I, know we, I know we get kind of deep on it, but this is, <laughs> this is the message series that the reason you put it out there was to make quit hard. Right. right. So when you talk about making quit hard mm -hmm. in a, we're talking a corporate setting, mm -hmm. right? Could be your, your small business, and you actually being a leader, from a people standpoint, these are the kind of things that make quit hard. Mm -hmm. You said it, accountability brings... Relationship is a byproduct of accountability. Byproduct of accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you said, look, here's what I'm gonna do. The reciprocal effect of you being accountable to them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm brings about that reverse. It takes time, it takes willingness on your part, on right. the leader's part. Right. But when you put it out there, it comes back. Yep. And so when I'm working for you and you're working for me, not every little thing that, that quit brings into my mind becomes the most important thing. Right. Because now we have a relationship. Yeah. And we I, have value toward each other. Yeah. And I would say when I when I was um, listen, Alex talk, right? And you said, man, you know, just pretty much drawing the picture of accountability being a two-way street, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's like almost, if I were to say the goal, just listening to him is, is like the goal of all the relationships and the goal of all of the, um, the building, mm -hmm. the accountability, yeah. is to get someone to a point where they don't feel like if they ever were to quit, they don't feel like they're quitting the job, they feel like they're quitting on you. Absolutely. That's a good point. Absolutely. Right? Very good point. It's like if That's if I, I can grow you to the point, there's enough mm -hmm. dual accountability mm -hmm. to where um, I don't feel like I'm quitting this job, I feel like I'm quitting on you. Right. Then you know like relationship was fostered. Yeah. Which kind of brings me back to a moment. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, Alex, uh, man, you know, I, I, it just changed how we interact, right? Mm -hmm. He used to be up here mm -hmm. nine to five. Right. But um right. But he's still here, right? Yeah. He's here now, right? He's now. <laughs> and we're getting so much fruit from from mm -hmm. from, um, from the transition he made. Yeah. But I still remember, yeah. right, um, the moment when um, Alex was like, "Hey, it's time for that transition." And what was so awesome about it was um, the conversation he had with me, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it it just never it was 
we just had locked arms in what we were doing. Yeah. And um, he just came and said, man, Brian, he was like, man, I believe this is what God wants me to do. Not, we all knew it. Like, oh, man, yeah, this mm -hmm. is awesome, Alex. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, that's just... He said, I'm just going to miss moving these things forward with you. Mm -hmm. And it just had grown. It, yeah. was, it, it wasn't... Yeah. It, he, it was... There was <clears throat> relationships. And I'm saying, like, so it wasn't like, you know, uh, some people like, oh, man, you quitting on... Them. Not like... Right. Not in a yeah. right. dramatic way. Right. Right. But there was like, mm -hmm. man, we have grown together to the point to where, like, even in the transition, yeah. I feel like we should all have a conversation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that we know, like, hey, man, we're, we're all good. We're yeah. all great. Yeah. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't want there to feel like, because it had grown to the point where, like, I'm not just leaving a job, man. Mm -hmm. These are people here exactly. that I've grown with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's the fruit, right? How that's do I know that, you know, I've created a great culture, created mm -hmm. an awesome environment that even in transition mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, People don't feel like they're leaving a job. Exactly. They feel like they're leaving people. Exactly. Right? You know, they don't feel like they're. And when quick comes to their mind, that's where um, one of the one of the truth is where are you willing to stop seeing people right. as as, um, resources. as resources and mm -hmm. start seeing them as answers to the prayers you prayed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I believe that um, that that that's just there to mm -hmm. really, like you say, prompt you to start thinking thoughts in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Which are, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These people are answered to the prayers I pray, mm -hmm. right? They're, mm -hmm. they're like, at yeah. some point, you know, quit becomes easy mm -hmm. when you just start seeing people as resources. Yeah, right. And seeing yeah. as, as just how you get to a solution and stop seeing them as, man, God, you know, I prayed to get somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you, you had to bring people around me. And when the people around you stop becoming answers to the prayers you prayed, yep. man, you can, you, you'll, you'll, you're, that's like the breeding ground for yeah. just yeah. Um, a callous person. Exactly. exactly. I was thinking when you were talking about that, the, the picture I had in my mind was somebody who starts a job, right? Yeah. They pray to God to mm -hmm. get a job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. opens that door and they get there and because things aren't going the way they want it to go, they're like, Psh, I'm out of here. And mm -hmm. they, they yeah. whether they have a badge or they have a, they're like, Psh, I'm just throw my badge <laughs> on the tail, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. And forget that yeah, they might have been a resource to give you, you know, money every week or every right. two weeks. Mm -hmm. But you have to go back to the the, the yeah. origin. Yeah. You prayed for this. Yeah. Yeah. God opened yeah. the door. This was an answer to prayer. What are you yeah. What are you quitting so so yeah. fast on what God provided for you? Mm -hmm. And I think to your point, it always starts with you have to start with God first. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't start yeah. with that prayer part for, first, mm -hmm. you won't necessarily see it the right way. You're going to see it skewed. Yeah. You're, you're not going to see this as an answer to prayer. You're going to see this as whatever. I'm just going to get another job or mm -hmm. I'm just going to get another ministry. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to get another whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a wife or whether it's a husband. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you go back to the origin story, when you prayed for that wife or that husband, yeah. like, mm -hmm. man, I, I believe this is the one for me. God mm -hmm. put this on my heart. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't just toss that to the wind yeah. to mm -hmm. go get another one. Mm -hmm. and, and, right. And I yeah. do kind of want to say this, right? Because um, I believe it's a good point to insert it. You know, sometimes... As Christians, we, we believe in the in the false narrative too much, right? And what I mean by that is, is I would say, man, you know, you're dealing with, and we all deal with people that aren't necessarily, not, might not even necessarily be saved, right? But the likelihood of them believing that there is a God mm -hmm. who is orchestrating this is very high, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? There's yeah. there's a very small percentage of people who actually disbelieve in God. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Right? They may not follow your religious preferences, mm -hmm. right. but mm -hmm. they believe in some way right. that that mm -hmm. God is a part of 
my good. God is a part of moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. they believe in prayer. And that's the reason why I say it like, you know, it's not not to let ourselves think that, oh man, that's a Christian principle. No. Right. There are there are people <clears throat> who may not even be Christians, right? right? That they will say they believe um, that working at Walmart, mm -hmm. <laughs> man, God made this happen. Made For real. Yeah. Right. For real. And exactly. if you can just just keep them in that, that posture yeah. that it's like, man, no, God made this happen for you, right? That's not a Christian statement. That's yeah. not a, that's not me pushing your religious beliefs on you. No, you, right. the, like I say, the chances of you finding someone who does not believe in God right. is, 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 is yeah. slim to none, yeah. right? There's always some type of um, coming to is what I'm saying, where yeah. it's like, yeah. no, at some point you believe for this, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, right? That's, that's so powerful. And uh, just the fact that you're here, um, whew, we got another one next week. So I think this is a good, this yeah. is a good place to, to cap this one. But, you know, just remind of that last truth is, and what we're talking about right now is, are you willing to stop seeing people as resources or solutions to the goals you have and start seeing them as answers to the prayers you prayed? Now, if you think about this table, you know, if God was just replaying it, you and your family started a ministry that one of the key values in the ministry is to build leaders. Mm -hmm. I was developed through corporate and, and all the other resources that God gave me. Mm -hmm. And my prayer was to be in a position to be able to build leaders. You and I worked together <laughs> for a while yeah. uh, where I poured into you. Yes, you are now in a position as a leader literally building other leaders. Mm -hmm. Everything about what, is what, what you see right now is answer to prayer. So when you, when you listen to the remainder of this message, so you got, you got a few more weeks, right? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Pastor Brian's in the middle of a sermon series that we call Till Death Do Us Part. But as you can see, we're trying to make quit hard um, in the realest way possible. Take the simple truths of this word and apply it, apply it to everyday life. And you're looking at results of what that looks like. So make sure that you plug in the Revealing Truth Ministry so you don't miss the rest of this message. And the good thing about it is, as we're looking at every aspect of real, of real life, there may be something that touches you that you wanna share with us. Hey, by all means, drop it in the comments, send us a message because we love chopping it up like this to help close that gap between what you hear and putting it in real life. But we need you to be the part of this as well. We want to know what God is showing you. Hey, you could be sitting right there next week. So, Alex, thanks, man, for yes, dropping sir. there with us. Yeah, thank you for having helping me. us. Oh, yeah. We'll be back next week. You'll be back here with us on the Blueprint Leadership Podcast. You've been listening to the Blueprint Leadership Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast for more in-depth discussion designed to move your leadership forward.